What is going on, everyone? My name is Colin, also known as The Decade Investor, and welcome back to The Decade Investor Podcast. Now, it is January 2024. The Dow Jones hit an all-time high. The S&P 500 hit an all-time high. What does that mean? It means in the history of the Dow Jones, in the history of the S&P 500, the price of those have never been higher than where they are right now. Now, of course, if you're listening to this a week from now or, or 10 months in the future, it might look differently. I'm just talking about specifically right now. But the S&P 500 closed at an all-time high. It is the first time since 2022, January of 2022, that the S&P 500 hit an all-time high. That means for two years, the S&P 500 specifically was trading below its previous all-time high. Now we have crossed over that and have hit a new all-time high. Every time the stock market hits an all-time high, and when I say stock market, I'm talking now about the S&P 500. And it's also important to note that what I talk about is historical data. It is not predictive or guarantee any future results. I'm just using historical data to talk about what I believe could happen in the future, but there's no guarantee that the past performance predicts or guarantees future results. But when the market is at or near all-time highs, there's always those people that will say the market is at an all-time high. Now is the time to not buy. Don't buy because you don't want to buy high. You want to buy low and then ride the wave up. But in this episode, I'm just going to show you the data to let you know that potentially, sometimes buying at all-time highs in the market does not equate to doing bad in the market. It actually potentially, historically at least, means that that money you invest at an all-time high might actually keep on going up. So let me tell you a little bit about all-time highs. According to Bloomberg, the S&P 500 index has hit 1,176 all-time highs since 1957. 1957 to 2024 is 67 years. You take 1,176 divided by 67, that gives you 17.5 all-time highs on average, the S&P 500 hits per year. Now, of course, that is an average. Like in 2022, 2023, the market did not hit an all-time high. So it's just an average. It's not saying every year we're going to get 17.5 all-time highs. But what I am saying is all-time highs occur often. So does buying at an all-time high equate to doing bad in the market? Just like I said, a lot of people will say, well, the S&P is at an all-time high. I'm not going to buy. I'm going to wait till it goes down, and then I will buy. I'm going to buy low. But let me give you some data. There's some data by FactSet and JP Morgan. From 1988 to present day, present day being as of August 2020, if you were to invest at the all-time high, you are quote-unquote the worst investor because you bought at all-time highs, in one year, on average, your return would be 14.6%. Now, if you were to invest that money on any other day, 1988 to August 2020, your returns would be, on average, 11.7% in the first year. Meaning, if the market hits an all-time high and you buy at the day of all-time highs, your returns after one year, on average are better. 
If you look at a three-year return, if you were to invest at all-time highs, on average, your cumulative return would be 50.4%, while if you were to invest on any other day, it would be 39.1%. And in five years, if you were to invest at all-time highs, your average cumulative returns would be 78.9%. Again, this is for the S&P 500 specifically. Versus investing on any other day of 71.4%. Why is that the case? Because sometimes when the market is hitting all-time highs, success begets success. When the market's hitting all-time highs, it might continue to keep on going up. So even though you're buying at the all-time high, the market might continue to run. So yeah, you're buying higher than where it was yesterday, if today is the all-time high. But if the market continues to keep on going, your money is going to continue to keep on growing. So I'm not saying that there's any guarantees that today's all-time high, one year from now, you're going to outperform. But what I am telling you in this episode is historically looking at the data. And I've said this many times on this podcast. I had a college coach tell me this. Women lie, men lie, numbers don't. I'm just looking at the numbers. The numbers say it is not bad if you invest at the all-time high. So many people get caught up in, well, let me just wait to buy when the market sells off. It's at all-time high, so I'm going to wait to buy because if I wait to buy and I get the sell-off, I'll get it for cheaper and I'm going to get better returns. But like I told you, in the 67 years, the 1,176 all-time highs, on average, the market hits all-time highs 17.5 times per year. So today, if the market hits an all-time high, this potentially could be the lowest the market will ever be. Of course, that's probably not probable, but it's possible. And if it hits an all-time high today, tomorrow it could open up and hit another all-time high and then another all-time high. So if you sit there and wait on the sidelines, waiting for that 5% pullback, 10% pullback, 6%, whatever you're looking for, there is a possibility that it never hits your price target. And so for me, knowing this data, knowing that the market, generally speaking, goes up and to the right, meaning it continues to grow over time and increase in value. Your money will grow over time. No guarantees, but generally speaking, historically. And then looking at the data saying, hey, it's actually not bad if you invest at all-time highs. That's not like taboo. It's not a bad thing. You're not doing anything bad. And potentially... Based on history and data, you might actually perform pretty well buying at all-time highs. That tells me that if Friday comes around, I buy every single Friday, no matter what. If Friday comes around and the market's at the all-time high, I don't pause my investments. I just keep on buying. I share all this stuff in this podcast, all these episodes, to just help you understand why I came to the conclusion that I'm just going to keep on buying. And you know what? I might underperform perfect Paul, let's just say perfect Paul, who times the market perfectly every time, which is statistically an anomaly if that person is real. I might underperform that guy. But for a lot of people, I might end up outperforming them because I just keep on buying. Again, this is not promising any future returns in the market. This is just looking at data historically. But it tells me that, Colin, it is okay to buy at all-time highs. It sounds counterintuitive, right? In our heads, we are taught, or at least we think, 
the market. I got to buy low and I'm going to sell high. If the market's at all time high, that means don't buy. Because if I buy at all time highs, I'm getting the worst price. Yes, historically that's true. But historically, the market has continually hit all time highs on average 17.5, which is more than one time a month on average. So buying at all time highs today looks like a horrible idea. But a month from now, again, on average, a month from now, the market could be higher. Again, no, that's just an average. I'm literally just saying that's an average. It's not the case, obviously, because January 2022, all-time high, didn't hit it again in the S&P until January 2024. My point is, is that, yes, looking historically, buying today is a horrible idea versus buying the S&P in 2007, of course. But in the future, buying today, if the market does what it's always done, this is the assumption. If it does what it's always done, then in the future, today's prices will look like bargains. So that is why I don't fret. I don't freak out buying at all-time highs. Now, by doing that, I have to understand that if I'm buying at all-time highs, there is a potential for a pullback. And if there's a potential for a pullback, my money in the short term could be down. But I'm okay seeing that because I believe in what I'm buying. But I wanted to just talk about this because at all-time highs, so many people will say, I'm done buying until we get the pullback because market's at all-time high. It is a suboptimal time to buy. But the data tells us otherwise. The data tells us otherwise. And you don't have to do that, and that's all right. You do what you want to do. But I'm just telling you, and how I've been successful so far in my investment journey has been looking at the data. What does the data tell me? The data tells me it is okay to buy at all-time highs. And potentially, you're going to outperform by buying in any other days. Because if the market is going up and to the right and there's a bull market, there's a trend upward, Sometimes the market just continues to run. Not always, never always, but sometimes. And historically speaking, that sometimes has been greater than not sometimes, right? So if you don't want to buy at all-time highs, I'm all right with that. Go for it. Do what you want to do. This is not financial advice at all. This is simply me just sharing my journey and looking at the data. But the data tells me, Colin, it is okay to buy at all-time highs. It is okay. You're going to be fine over the long term. In the short term, you might take a short term down. But also you might in the short term outperform the person waiting in cash because the market might just continue to keep on going up. That's the unknown variable in all things investing. But the data tells me it is okay. Congratulations to everyone who was buying in 2022, 2023. Your portfolios are probably looking pretty nice if you're buying you know, broad market uh, type ETFs. But thank you all for listening. My name is Colin, also known as the Decade Investor. If you enjoy the podcast, please be sure to rate it five stars. And if you want to share it with a friend, tag me on socials with your thoughts at Decade Investor. But thank you all for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.